Hello everyone. My name is Saliha Wazirzada. I'm a filmmaker on a spiritual journey. In these podcasts, I will be talking to people from various industries, backgrounds, and experiences. And together with you, we will dig deeper into their spiritual connection with their own being or with their own soul. We'll be sharing stories of people from various backgrounds by plunging deeper into their soul connection and get them up close and personal so they can feel comfortable to share their inner stories. Furthermore, the idea is to have a soul reconnection space where people can understand the common thread binding all humanity for we are spiritual beings first. Welcome to the 25th episode of the Untold Story Told. Today we're joined in by Javeria Malik. Javeria is a certified mindset and relationship coach. She is an NLP practitioner and also an entrepreneur born with spinal muscular atrophy. Today she'll share with us that how she developed a rock-solid mindset and how helping others has paved a path for her where she finds peace. So today we will find out more and more about Javeria. So sit back, relax and join us today on the show. Hello Javeria, how are you today? I'm all great. Thank you so much and really excited to be a part of your podcast. Same here. I am so delighted that you're here today. Uh, when Adam first told me about you, I was like, I have to get to know her, uh, get to know her on my podcast too. And so you're here and we are very grateful that you are here today with us. Uh, Javeria, could you just start with telling us a bit about yourself, what you do and who you are? Okay, great. So I'll say I'm an amazing soul. <laughs> when I say that, it's that I'm genuine. Mm-hmm. And I'm a mindset and relationship coach. Mm-hmm. Now, why I'm into mindset and relationship coach is because of my personal experiences. Mm-hmm. I have changed a lot of career lines, but then end up choosing the best one. Mm-hmm. Or I'll say that these careers chose me. Mm-hmm. Wait, when you say that, it's so wonderful mm-hmm. to hear that you talk about your soul first. You know, because people would go like, I am a person who I do this and straight away get into what I do. But for you, it looks like it's a very uh, centered space where you start from. It's a very inner connection where you recognize yourself. Is that true? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, for me, knowledge is also very, very important so that you can update yourself. But then personal experiences, I believe, are the best thing, which will, of course, you can resonate with your clients. Hmm. Mm, beautiful beautiful so this line of work coaching it takes a lot of energy because no matter what is happening with you you still have to be there for others so how did this come about you're telling us about a life-changing event could we dwell further into that or if that's okay with you yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so i was born with a medical condition that is spinal muscular atrophy that robs the physical strength of a person doing daily activities, you know, essential tasks are really, really challenging for people who have SMA. 
So if I tell you if I fall down, I can't get up on my own. But with this condition, I'm living in Dubai all alone without any caretaker, without my parents. Four years back, I forced my parents that I know I have this condition, but then I have to live my life because I was very passionate about being a makeup artist and a baker and got certification from Dubai, the International Certified Makeup Artist and a baker, but then couldn't pursue it because of my health. Okay. As it was very challenging because, you know, putting the liner on someone, it's a very precise thing. So my hands shake. I'm standing for hours, but then I have to continue with my therapies as well. Hmm. So I didn't accept my condition. I said that I'll fight with my condition. I'm going to beat my condition and I'll be the makeup artist. I'll be the baker. Hmm. Hmm. The thing wrong was that I was not the friends with my condition. I was just beating it up. Hmm. I couldn't accept it. So later I learned that you need to accept your condition because this is going to be with me forever. So take it as your friend mm. and then support your condition so you can do other activities in your life. Mm. Mm. I was very depressed when I came to Dubai because everybody was doing so much of stuff. You know, people who started doing makeup thing, they were achieving lots of their goals. And I was doing like nothing. I was just running my online business which was in Pakistan, which was giving me an amazing money, but was not giving me any kind of satisfaction because mm. I'm the person who need to talk to people. Mm. I'm a very social person, so I could interact. Doing nine to five jobs was my dream, mm. but then I couldn't do it. But I was going into one of the hospitals in Dubai for physiotherapy. Okay. I started my journey with public speaking where I tell people that if I can do that, you can, because I had a very bad event in Dubai. I was living in my apartment a couple of years back and I fell down in the bathtub. Half of my body was in the bathtub because I couldn't go into the bathtub and half was outside. So I won't be lying. It took me 30 minutes to figure it out that how do I come out? Because my hand muscles doesn't have that strength, no grip. Then my shoulder muscle doesn't have that grip that I push myself and lift myself up to go out from the washroom. Mm. And when I have, you know, 30 minutes, I drag myself and I came out of my room and I was very upset. I cried that why do I have to struggle every time in terms of my health, in terms of my career, in terms of my relationship? If I see other people, they're only struggling in terms of their, you know, I used to compare. They're only struggle in terms of their maybe relationship or their career, but I have to, you know, struggle for each and everything so why is that for me but then I thank God I just look up and I said thanks God that at least I'm alive I because my you know I bruised my lips there was a cut on my lip and uh, I said that okay I'll be more careful so I thank God and I said it's okay calm down it happens at least you're alive mm. you know bad happened because nobody knew that I fell down mm. So I started my journey with the public speaking, started telling people about if I can do, I mean, stop making excuses. You can do. I know everybody's life is different. Everybody's, you know, emotional strength is very, very different. But then do not make excuses, work for it. Mm. And then why I came into relationship, that, that, that was, you know, that is the thing I came into mindset coaching. And then why I came into relationship, because, you know, I end up with uh, amazing relationships. They taught me amazing stuff. And uh, 
I usually I used to blame because I was looking for the validation. I was looking for the love. I still I tell my friends that you know what I'm hungry for love. And yes, I was very hungry for love mm. because back home in Pakistan, you know, it's like mm. people gonna tell you that you have this kind of medical condition. Nobody is ever gonna get married to you, or if you pay someone, then they will get married to you. So my parents are really, really, really very supportive. Alhamdulillah. But when I come to my relatives, they always degrade, demotivate me that nobody's going to marry me. So what I just searched for different guys and they promised me they'll marry me. And then, you know, I was being clingy, yeah. doing a lot of stuff for them, sacrificing my happiness and let them treat me as a doormat, which I want to blame them, which was, I think I'm proud that I learned. Mm. Mm. And they say, they say that, um, what's coming forward to me is also this this thing that I was reading about. Um, the, I don't know if you know about the spiritual leader, a, a teacher by the name of Teal Swan. You know Teal Swan? Well, what mm -hmm. she talks about is relationships a lot. And okay. I'll uh, let you know about what she said. And I was very interested in knowing about relationships once at one part of my life. And she said that relationships are the meat of understanding our purpose in this world. So when we go through them, uh, if we look at it as an observer, we get to understand that they're all there to make us who we are. So those of us who get more of the relationship-based issues is basically we're getting ready to be ready to become the best version of ourselves only if we can tap into that place where we know mm -hmm. this is for our betterment. What do you think? Absolutely. And, you know, I still believe that I'm going to end up with someone who is really amazing person and who understands me and who's going to support me, who won't be telling me that, you know, you have this condition, nobody's going to get married to you, you're handicapped and all that stuff. If you see me, you would say that this person has no condition. Mm. I, mean, I walk as a normal able body. Mm. It's that I'm a bit different. Of course, my life is very challenging. But that doesn't mean that I can't be like any able-bodied person. Definitely. Definitely. I think our thoughts are so powerful. No matter Absolutely. like the people who live in jails and they can think positively as if there's the sun coming out, though they cannot see the sun. So this is how powerful we are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So tell us a bit about when did you, uh, when were you diagnosed with, what is it called? Spinal? Spinal muscular atrophy. It has four different types, and uh, mine is type three. Mm. And, uh, it has all, you know, all kind of, you just name it and we have it. Breathing, we forget to breathe. Mm. We forget to swallow. I mean, for me now, swallowing is getting a bit challenging, but then I tell myself that, no, you need to end up, you don't need to end up on wheelchair because doctors told me that you're going to end up on wheelchair. Oof. And my diagnosis, if I tell you that nobody diagnosed me, in school, they they called me crazy. They called me goofy because, you know, I had ADHD as well, attention deficit, hyperactive disorder. This was when I was born, when my breathing, when my brain didn't send the breathing mm -hmm. and oxygen to my body at the time when I was born. So mm -hmm. I adapted that condition. And this ADHD, I get diagnosed from a psycho psychiatrist this uh, in COVID. Now, mm -hmm. believe me, I mean, all my life I was struggling that what the hell, I mean, why am I slow learner? Why, you know, I have difficulty in terms of, you know, grammar and in cramming numbers and grammars. Mm -hmm. And uh, teachers always, I remember my English teacher because of my 
because I every time reach late in the class, I couldn't climb the stairs like you guys. I hold the railing, twist my back, and slowly, slowly I climb. She was like, I'm gonna fail you. And I was like, why are you gonna fail me? Because you reach every time late. And you need to, you know, come up because I was living in hostel in Lahore. So she said that you need to come early, you need to walk early. But then I know that how much early my body still needs. And I was figuring out, I didn't know that what kind of condition I have at that time. And this is the thing when I was 18 years old in my college. Mm. And uh, she failed me. Mm. Mm. Then my, my diagnosis, it was a couple of years ago. So she said she will fail you and she failed you. She failed me, it's yeah. like full on revenge, like for nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And she said that you have a goofy brain. You can't even understand these simple grammar stuff because uh-huh. yeah, I don't understand. It feels like that. I don't know. It's such a weird feeling. Current uh, yeah. is passing by. You need to tell me with the easier version. I keep telling her that. Can you tell me with the easier version? She said, this is the easiest. And I was like, no, I'm not getting it. And then, you know, my diagnosis was a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, officially, usually, I, I, before that, I diagnosed myself yeah. through internet. And yeah. I thought that I have muscular dystrophy. It is another form. But then later, I get to know that I have spinal muscular atrophy. Mm-hmm. Even in Pakistan, then I got diagnosed. One was my muscular dystrophy, limb girdle muscular dystrophy. And the other was spinal muscular atrophy. The thing is, Javeria, like, I love this about your story that no matter what you were going through, I mean, you did not just ignore the things you were going through, even the painful moments where that teacher said something to you or whatever you went through. You have calculated that, you have absorbed that, and your memory has it. So the big part of growing, self-growth, is that to recognize the things you've been through, whether they pain you, whether they make you happy. And yours has been mostly a painful journey, if we were to put it in like a box, but it's also to do with our thoughts. So what I like about you is that you were, in a way in the back subconscious mind studying your way in your, with using yourself as the subject as the person who's going through the experience so that for future you it gets ready to expel that advice that way of being that you embodied like you felt and heard and the five senses were working when you were actually feeling this like even if some part of you doesn't work like physically in your brain everything was working here like the subconscious subconscious of you at that time you know i didn't knew that it was working but mm. now when it comes to coaching journey mm. i didn't have i didn't knew about what coaching is a couple of years back i didn't knew what coaching was okay i came into public speaking one of my therapists in hospital in Dubai, he said that, why not become a coach? And I was like, a coach? What is that? He said, a life coach. And then in 2018, I, before spending a much amount in any of the courses, I said that, let me see what coaching is. I self-taught myself about coaching. Okay. And then, you know, all the tools and different techniques. I read a lot of books. Hmm. Later, I, and after that, I was in my depression phase. Then I, I was coming back and forth in terms of coaching. So I skipped the coaching for three months. Mm-hmm. And then again, I came into it. And then I was like, okay, now you have to do this no matter what, no matter how much, you know, maybe you go into a bad relationship again. Nobody, you go into a depression, but you need to keep continuing it. So yeah, I did that and I studied and I said, oh, okay, this is an amazing field. So imagine I was running after being an artist 
-hmm. And then I end up, and I think this is the perfect thing because I was actually helping people about mm -hmm. spinal muscular atrophy, those who have this kind of condition. I was supporting them. Okay. I opened my Insta page only to support people who have spinal muscular atrophy to let them know that you need to do the exercise to at least, because a guy, I mean, I am 34 years old and mm -hmm. there is another guy 34 years old. Mm -hmm. He walks maximum 10 steps. Mm. for me I mean I can walk 10,000 steps I can mm. walk more mm. why because you never started doing exercise for me I started that mm. Mm. and I think this is so important to put uh, pull, pull, uh, put out that when you take care of your soul you need to take care of your body you need to take care of your mind and some of us like you said you have some issues that you've identified which are available to you as then you have experienced them there are many people who look as you said uh, they could have like emotionally embedded stuff inside them which must be uh, paining them in the same way you're as you call the way you are living the way you have this trouble with yourself they must be having their trouble emotionally and some people you know human beings are so deep that it doesn't have to be like a physical condition to say they need that kind of coaching right so i'm pretty sure you can look into any person the kind of experience you've had you can look at them like if they say they have a physical symptom you say this is what you do physical for physical because you are living it you're actually exercising you actually been through the hard yards and you can talk about the physical part if they talk about their mental you can talk about the mental because you've experienced that too so this is yeah. beautiful about you Javeria, that you decided one day that I am going to give it to others what I did not the support I did not have I'm not going to pay blame people i'm not gonna pinpoint people i'm not gonna hold people accountable because i am in charge of my life is it yeah absolutely because i used to blame my parents a lot about my condition like mm. literally a lot mm. and they are supportive of mine i know that my mom was very skeptical sending me here in dubai because she knew that who's going to help me if mm. i felt but i believe that my life here is very much amazing as compared to Pakistan, because that country is not disabled friendly. I need to ask my mother, my friends, my siblings, maybe some days they're not in a mood of taking me out. Mm -hmm. And then they would say that, you know, we're not in a mood of, but then I'll think, I'll ruminate that why they are saying that to me. Yes, you're so right. So and, uh, like with my grandmother, I was to always wonder when she couldn't go up steps, she would say, I don't want to go with you to the shops because there's steps everywhere. So the fact of just thinking there are steps to go in every shop, Absolutely. she wouldn't even go. She wouldn't even leave the house with that stress, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that, that this is really, really bad stress. Trust me, like I know a year I was in a depression. I couldn't, I was not meeting any of my friends. I gained a lot of my weight. I was chubby mm. <laughs> since I was born. But then, you know, there was one of the phases where I gained a lot of weight. I was not going out mm. just because people will judge me. People are going to say, people pass comments on me that look at her. How is she? Mm. Like, can you imagine people say that you have a beautiful face? How can you have this condition? Mm. Is this a comment you can pass to anyone? Mm. I mean, you can educate mm. yourself. But now I'm like, okay, they only speak what kind of resources they have. So it's not there, you know, it's okay if they say you like that. Yeah, and they also say that, uh, I mean, you must have read that in many books, and they say we're all victims of victims, which I think kind of helps me too to think whenever, 
even the closest of relative or somebody I know and I'm like you, you know it, it baffles you like this person that in your life can be really educated they can be people who you, you looked up to all your life and then they do something where you're like you feel more mature than them so then mm-hmm. now I've accepted when you feel more, more mature than that person in your life who you look up to and then they don't act up for you you actually are so accept your power hold on to your energy and harness it where you are Javeria because I feel like you have found a way to not let judgments affect you though you lived a full-on life which was judgment-based so really proud of you really good story and I mean you are I think made for this to be a coach Uh, as you said I wanted to be an artist and a baker in a way you are an artist and a baker I mean you need to have life's experience and be able to be be in people's shoes to do what you're doing. So I'm really proud of you, uh, Javeria. Tell me one thing. Uh, when you say artist, what kind of art are we talking about? Well, if I say artist, I was like creative, doing creative looks. Okay. But, but now if I say about artist, you know, hmm. pinning down your pain is an art. Yes. I started writing. Hmm. Hmm. When I had a breakup last year, so I started hmm. writing down. Beautiful. I didn't go because still I was figuring out regarding the coaches and all that stuff. I didn't go out to anyone. Mm. I still have my journal where, you know, I I was scoring my ex-boyfriend and then, you know, the things <laughs> I learned from him and then what he did to me and how he did to me and what, you know, mm. who allowed him to do that. Mm. Mm. So, and st- still I write, if, you know, sometimes you see a dream then you go back into that phase. And then I'm now trying to figuring out that which emotion is triggering me. Why, you know, I'm going back again. If I see his dream, then why, what is there? Is, is there anything in my mind that keeps me go back again and again? Is there any emotion that's triggering me? So nowadays I'm working on that as well. That's beautiful, Javeria, because that's what they say, even with like my soul coaching, what they say is that journaling is the best way to get to know who you are. And, I don't know if you've heard of channeling. It's like when people come to that stage of self-actualization where they have done so much inner work that they come to this place where they feel connected with the one, if you call it the universe or whatever. And when the messages come, they come from a higher self. So you come to this like this energy, energetic place within you where now these messages are so pure. They're actually telling you what direction you should go to, what you should not do. So journaling is basically coming from your highest self, which is not. And you know, it happens with me now. I mean, I do get messages. And when I'm telling my friends about this, they come on you. And I said, you know what? I have a superpower. And they keep laughing at me. What kind of superpower you have? We are surrounded by angels and we are, and that's a belief too. I mean, yours and mine, uh, because I know that way, which belief you come from. So we do believe there are angels around us. And uh, if we do believe that, then why don't we believe that they have been sent from the one and they are to protect us and talk to them? Like, what's what's the problem in talking to our angels? I I think about that a lot. And I also freak out my friends and all. But I think (laughs) when you have to be happy within, you have to find your own happy. And when you find your own happy, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. You need to find your own happiness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. I mean, life has to be, does this make me happy? 
or doesn't make me happy. Doesn't make me happy. So I'm just going to energetically go away from it. I don't have to like break something down and say, get away. Like you can energetically just, you know, get the other person to pull away from you. And you can energetically go to a place where you're like, wow, that was easy because I worked at myself. What do you think? I think now you're automatically getting away from those toxic people. Hmm. Training your energy when you are connected to yourself. Mm. Mm. I think I believe that I'm so proud of this amazing journey, yes. which I have been through. Yes, and I seriously say that I'm proud that I have spinal muscular atrophy, and uh, I'm really proud of this because I know that otherwise I don't know who would I be. Yeah, maybe someone in Pakistan married, having two kids, because majority of our at that time majority of <laughs> they don't. They, they're not passionate about their career. Hmm. So I'm, I'm really grateful for it. You see, there's a way of going through life, like even those friends of yours who are married and they have two children and all that, if they're consciously like going into all of this, and this is what I want in life, this is what, that's their happy, right? But it's about going into it consciously. What we, I think, talking about these people who, especially girls, like our friends and all who went into things, unconsciously where they were doing things because they were told to do this is the norm and then they're like oh my god two children what do i do with my life now we're talking about a certain life like that and i'm like okay never mind maybe i mean that's their happiness it's okay hmm. but then we should not pass comments on other people like Don't. telling or telling anyone else that it's time to get married because you are getting aged and you need to and I am still, you know, my heart is of a teenage girl. Me too. Me too. Fall in love <laughs> because I believe in love marriages. I am 37. I have children. I've got a family. I've got a husband, everything. But in my heart, I'm a skipping, hopping teenager. And I've told everyone that this is who I am. The more inner work I, I'm doing. So everybody's just like, okay, this is who she is, you know? So it's mm-hmm. the inner, you work at your inner reflection so much that in the end, people are like, wow, when did this happen that she is like this now, you know? And you're like, I'm just being more me now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful story there, Javeria. Uh, I'm really grateful that you were able to share that with me. But one more question, Javeria, I would like to ask you is that when you were a little child, like uh, whatever age you want to go into, uh, for, uh, I usually am able to tell people about the age, but with you, I'm just a bit, I want you to tell me, what was that one thing you loved doing, which was effortless and you would do it maybe in your room or you, that kept you happy and skippy and you're like, wow, like I'm, I have this ability to do this or I want to, like something that you love doing. Well, dancing, I still do that for me, but in my mind, I had that image that I was dancing like every other one, you know, without any restricted arms openly and holding my legs and all that. But in my mind, I don't know, I was dancing. When I was a kid, I don't know about the age. It was because uh, maybe it's not three years, maybe it's going to be eight years or nine years, mm-hmm. but I used to dance. And when I see other people dancing so freely without any tensed in neck, well, I was like, okay, so I want to dance that. I was struggling. But still, in my mind, I have an image. I do dance. I love dancing. Like, every day I dance. But then it's a kind of different dance. But in my mind, I'm dancing like eight bodies. <laughs> and it makes you happy, isn't it? Like, it brings you to this, I don't care what's happening with my body, mind, and soul, and my life, everything. You're just like, in, you go into this trance. 
Yeah. Even, you know, while walking, I'm living in JBR here, the walk site. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people know me here. Why? Because I'm going, I'm dancing. I'm going to say hi to that Starbucks guy. <laughs> and I'm there. And that's, that's me. Mm. My friends are going to say that we don't know this person. Mm. I'm not embarrassing anyone. You yeah. know, it's great that if you talk to someone else, you're going to bring smile to the generator to everyone. That's it. That's it. And I think people don't realize the power of waking up every day and how just by smiling at someone, you can make an impact. And I feel like you're that chirpy bird that no matter how your night was and what those dreams were, which are like basically in your head, you would be still like wanting to make other people's life valuable. And that's just not at a coaching level, but as like you would go to the grocery store and you would have come back with an experience, isn't it? Absolutely. And before, you know, coming into coaching, I was very lively. I was like this. Hmm. So I think coaching is enhancing my spirits. Hmm. Hmm. And I think it's growing you into a person who's like using all that wisdom for, yeah. A better world, isn't that? We want a bit of a value in this world. I love that about you, Javeri, and I'm so glad we got in touch. I think we will have another podcast to get into the other topics. And uh, also, just let us know uh, before I do continue to the next part. Uh, how do you? What are you doing these days in terms of your coaching business? Uh, what is there to that you have for um, offering uh, so that the listeners and the viewers can and reach out to you and um, they can get some kind of coaching from you mm -hmm. yeah i have different packages it's like six plus one with different offers and then it's about intense coaching package and then the normal package intense is like every week i believe that if you take every week once a week mm -hmm. it's more effective okay and then, you know, if that, if somebody goes for it, I'm going to give my, I'm coming up with my exciting kits, okay. which are going to, you know, digital, even digital as well, and then hard copy, and with lots of amazing stuff, which, of course, I'm going to disclose, I'm going to make, they're almost ready, so I'm going to put in December mid, and uh, we'll be giving to all those for free, who will have this six months package, six weeks, sorry. Beautiful, Javeria. And I will put your um, Instagram handle in this uh, under this video or this uh, the podcast that will go on the audio on my uh, audio channel. But do let us know verbally also the name of your channel. So if anybody wants to reach out to you. It's the Insta handle, right? Hmm, the Insta handle. What is the name? Yeah. Mind coach underscore Javeria Malik. Mind coach underscore Javeria Malik. Beautiful Javeria. Lovely. Uh, just before I let you go, and I said we are going to have another podcast with you because there's so much I want to ask you, but I'm like, uh, let's keep it for another time so we can enjoy another night together. So what I'm going to do right now is, uh, what I do is in terms of gratitude for the fact that you are here, Javeria, and the fact that you have spend this energy over here with us and you have shared your heartfelt stories. We are very grateful to you. And as a token, what I do in the end, I do this power thought cards shuffle, which I don't know if you can see from here. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can yes. now. It's by Louise Hay, and uh, Louise Hay is all about healing yourself, if you know about it. And if you talk about the body, you'll be like, yeah, Louise Hay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so
so what she is, uh, she's got these cards and they've got affirmations on them and messages on them. So they give you this powerful thought. So if it resonates with you, you can keep it with you in your heart. But if it doesn't resonate with you, you can say, Saliha, what the? Like, okay. So you can work <laughs> with the energy, okay? So I'm going to shuffle cards for you and take out a message for the day. So dear universe, please give me a message for Javeria Malik. What does she need to hear today? Okay, let's see what came out. So they're double-sided cards. I'm not even looking at it yet, but it's double-sided. So I'm going to read both sides for you and also send you a picture so you can dwell on it. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So it says, I don't know if you can see the picture, but it's like a flower. Yeah, 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 exactly. I can. The red okay. flower. And so why do I talk about the pictures is because her illustrations are beautiful. Okay. So it says, I am safe in the universe and all life loves and supports me. Great. And there's a broader message. So I'll just read that. So bear with me. And what, it's, what it says, Javeria, is that I breathe in the fullness and richness of life. I observe with joy as life abundantly supports me and supplies me with more good than I can imagine. Yay! Abundance, <laughs> abundance. So I'm sending yeah. abundance card. That's what I've come like. The universe is with me. I have got support and I can just, I just breathe and I feel the fullness. Yeah, yeah. You know, this goosebumps are coming and I do affirmations as well. But you know, when you are telling it, it's more, I don't know, lots of goosebumps are coming up and I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I felt that too. I'm feeling the goosebumps too. And it's funny when, you know, as only certain people I can feel that with and with you, I'm feeling it. And then mm -hmm. there's probably something like, happening right now <laughs> the energetic halo around us right now and i'm so grateful today that you came javeri i'll take a picture of this and send it to you so you can look at it and i hope it brightens your day because people like you who are like these light bulbs who like people keep on trying to crack and like smash this is what you feel like you're like this beautiful light bulb which keeps on igniting and getting brighter and brighter no matter what the world does to them and still mm -hmm. like I am going to be the biggest light bulb, so I'm going to shine all of you rather than you dimming my light. That's the message I get from you. Thank you so much, Javedia, for today. Thank you. Lovely to meet would like to keep in touch with Javeria, you can do so by going on Instagram and typing in mind coach under Javeria Malik. That's M-I-N-D mind C-O-A-C-H coach underscore J-A-V-A-R-I-A Javeria M-A-L-I-K Malik. Mind coach under Javeria Malik.